0: Hi everyone, welcome to Mixtape Mixtape.
1: Podcast, podcast.
0: I'm your host, Julia.
1: And I'm your host, Mike.
0: In every episode, we pick a topic and make you a mix.
1: Julia, perchance do you know what this week's topic is?
0: Uh, yeah, we're talking about the Oneeders. I The mean, Oneeders? I mean the Wonders, the one-hit Wonders.
1: One-hit Wonders of the 90s?
0: You said it.
1: Woop <laughs> I like and candy. Julia, it's it's good to have you back because you were thank gone you. briefly. Thank you. you were gone. I'm not going to ask you what happened. Just know that my heart was hurt that you didn't reach out. But that's fine.
0: Fine. It's okay. You to I totally me. reached out. Okay. I told to you me, guys.
1: Yeah. Well, you told you didn't tell me nothing. You told somebody else. Told I Christina. didn't tell
0: anybody specifics until way later. Okay. But gotcha. whatevs, man. I'm back. But thank you to you and to Lena from Bite Me Bambi for filling in for me. Yes, it was Talena episode. was,
1: she was the bench warmer. She came in and was like, hey, I'm ready. Put me in, coach. I'm ready to play.
0: She's was Rudy. Like, okay. Okay.
1: She's Rudy, yeah. Rudy. And yeah, like a bunch of people came in and Christina came in and she put her jersey on the table and said, put Talena in for me, coach. And then Dwight came in, put his jersey on the table <laughs> and said, put Talena in for me, coach. And then bork. finally I was like, okay, work, bork, bork." bork. So, yeah, she did, a good, she did a good job. Good job. Hey, good job. Yeah.
0: That was, yeah. Thank you, guys. I appreciate that. But I'm back mm-hmm. in pog form.
1: In pog and,
0: form. And better than ever. And well, um, let's see. What's going on, Mike? Anything new? Anything exciting?
1: Well, uh, let's see. Bite Me Bambi's video for Like That, our our Two week old single, whatever, is like thirty five thousand views on YouTube. It's pretty awesome. That's
0: crazy. It's only been out for what, like two weeks or something.
1: Like if that, yeah, barely two weeks. That's so, yeah It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. It's it's kind of catching on in other places, which is uh weird for me. But yeah, we've got all kinds of stuff going on. We're doing that. We're going to be recording soon, and then we've got. Uh, Got some shows kind of actually in the works, which is great.
0: You know, This is exciting because California has lifted a lot of restrictions. Um, yes. We're not like at herd immunity or anything yet, but I think hopefully by fall is when everyone's kind of thinking we'll get there.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. And they're, they're, uh, in order for anybody to do anything, it has to be at yellow, I think. So that's mm. like less than 5% or less cases. So... Uh, but a lot is still in the works and you'll see in the fall for sure there's gonna be a lot of shows like nationwide that are gonna slip through the cracks i'm sure so it'll be it'll be fun but anyway yeah so just got got that going on i know but what about you what about with uh stay free what's going on you guys had a new release last week right
0: we had a new release two weeks ago i believe um we released uh lost master plus if anyone Ah. is a fan of this podcast or friends of ours you may have been to music taste good festival for a few years um and they played every single year of that festival they're they're from mexico and they are a um cumbia electronic band a little bit of hip-hop a little mix of everything and um they got a very good style i guess they kind of look like narcos <laughs> yeah like mexican narcos um but their music is really funny they kind of started out with parody music and um the b-side of this single is actually wasn't
1: parody music it was covers yeah. it was covers good. their covers but, were good though you know but
0: because you throw in like a funny youtube video then it kind of turns into a parody yeah. you know yeah. but um but yeah we released uh released a seven inch with them and they did a song with uh Bacho Machete from Control Machete, which is a wow. huge yeah. hip hop band um, in Mexico, so that was pretty cool. And then they have a really fun B side, so buy it if you don't like records. Buy a shirt. Stay free recordings on Bandcamp. Thank you.
1: Thank <laughs> you. It's the least you could do. It's the very least
0: you could the do. The very least.
1: The very least. Um, Should we get T shirts? What do you think about that? Should we have T shirts and have them so we can send them out to people? Do you think anybody would buy them?
0: I don't know if people would buy them, but I think if we made shirts i think if we made something funny enough we could do little contests and stuff like to get maybe some more listeners and stuff like that yeah but i think yeah i think shirts are fun we should try it yeah we should do something like that we've done buttons before we have our mixtapes let's throw a shirt in
1: and i've got we got we had stickers for a while too but yeah
0: oh yeah we did yeah
1: yeah, well, that's cool. We should do that. Okay, that's that's. I'm gonna put that in the ear of the little elves who do things like that. Dwight, come here.
0: I was gonna say, Christina, add it to the list, but she's not here today.
1: Christina, add it to the list. Yeah, we're flying blind without super producer Christina. She's usually in the other room monitoring I, our I, shenanigans.
0: I feel kind of odd. I feel a little more secure when she's around. But yeah,
1: we're flying blind
0: now. Like, I know.
1: There's nobody to say no. Stop that. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah. Take that again. You can't say that. Rewind. Let's do that again. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> so, so, there's
0: no control today, guys. No
1: control. No us. control. And we're not going to talk about championship ER talk if that's what you want to hear because you're no. on the Ron podcast. Okay. No. Save it for the real championship ER talk whenever that comes out.
0: When, you right? got to start watching it and then we can actually do it. Whatever,
1: dude. I know the first season by heart. You want to go? Let's go. No. Uh, <laughs> I don't, actually. So, um, are you still watching it or no?
0: Are we going to talk about it? Yes, I am. Not okay. as much That's as all I, you got to say. Not as much you, as I was. Cause now that all the the original characters are gone, except yep. for Susan, I kind of don't care.
1: So you're just waiting for the last episode to come around, you know? Because the like, last episode's pretty cool.
0: Like I know, like Luke, what happens with Luca and Abby, mm-hmm. and I. So I'm I know that part. So now it's all the filler in between. um yeah. So yeah, I'm kind of just whatevs about it right now.
1: Yeah, yeah. You got to go through the doldrums. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like if you're into The West Wing and you got to watch like the last couple seasons, are kind of like eh, whatever. Whatever. Mm-hmm. It's all a presidential race. Although that West Wing the West Wing episode, the West Wing series predicted the Barack Obama McCain race by like two and a half years. Really? It said, yeah, a minority young um congressman uh, was going against a stalwart old man like uh, Republican. <laughs> and uh yeah, and it was and like a popular, you know, mm-hmm. old man like Republican. And uh yeah, so Alan Alda plays the old man Republican and uh Jimmy Smits plays the young Latino uh you know, visionary uh, Ooh, congressman. So, I like that. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. That if you if you haven't watched the West Wing, dude, we could go on a whole West Wing tangent with this podcast. It'd be worth yeah. it. It's such a great show. That's but a, anyway.
0: that's a show I haven't seen a long with- seriously yeah
1: the first episode if you're used to already kind of watching 90s non-digital kind of cinematography and <laughs> yeah. stuff it's great because from the fir- just give it the first two episodes just watch the first two episodes of the first season if you don't want to watch it beyond then okay it's on that's fine but it's like a movie it's like watching a movie and they did it every week you know or, or it was out they had 22 episodes or whatever it was a, a season really cool and uh, that's why it swept all the all the uh Emmys for it's inception you know it like it, yeah. it just killed everybody because aaron sorkin did such a great job writing it but anyway i digress Let's but talk. um
0: speaking of 90s
1: speaking of 90s
0: we um our theme today is one hit wonders 90s that's edition
1: right. one hit wonders 90s edition so think about in your mind think about what came out in the 90s and what was a one-hit wonder and there's a lot of there's them There's
0: so much There's so many.
1: There's so many.
0: It's you could really
1: do one-hit wonders in hip hop, you could do one-hit wonders in latin music, you could do mm-hmm. one-hit wonders in in alternative or rock. I mean, there's so many.
0: Like I wonder if we need to do this by decade too. Like I I want to see does the 80s have as much
1: For sure they do. For sure they do. And I, then I would say
0: I I'm starting Okay, so like the 2000s are coming back as far as fashion goes.
1: Oh, great. Yeah,
0: they are. Yeah. And um, I I started listening Emo to Emo,
1: like, kid. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No,
0: it's okay. Um, mock turtlenecks? No, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, mock turtlenecks. I guess if you're a girl, yeah. you're going to notice it a lot more. Like a lot of terry cloth, oh, a lot of... Um, Faux fur, s- like stuff like that. Is little that- tiny handbags, okay. denim skirts where you put a scarf through the belt, stuff mm. like that
1: steal your sunshine
0: very do, thin do, do, do. scarves so wow. bucket okay. hats it's all bucket back.
1: hats I have a bucket hat from the 90s from the bucket 2000s. hats are cool man hey you do got it. the leaner's disease don't let go no that's I thought that was gonna be your first song I know no. you like that guy okay well um, let's play your first song then who cares geez okay
0: um so I don't know you're wiser than I am. What makes a one hit wonder? Is it just they reach number one? They don't, because in my mind, they don't necessarily need to reach number one to be the one hit wonder. They just have to have, a no, they don't have song.
1: to be number one, but they yeah. have to be a hit. Yeah. They have to be a hit. So it's uh, like a number one hit. Oh, well, okay, whatever. But, but, um, they have to kind of be the only hit that the band had, the mm-hmm. only charted hit that the band had. So if it's, um, if it's like, I don't know like um I don't know who you'd A-band a or whatever if they got on like let's say the top 10 or top 20 but you know the song everybody knows the song. Yeah. That's got to be part of it. It's like you got to you got to have you got to know like you got to be able to hum the song along I think. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like totally. but it doesn't have to be a number cuz number 1 hits are actually kind of rare, you know, for yeah. it's there's band. You know Elvis Costello his entire career never had a number 1 hit until that uh Burt Bacharach song she he did for uh what's called she that he did for like Notting hill or whatever that was his really? first number one single in the united states yeah wow crazy yeah so yeah, they're pretty hard to come by you know mm-hmm. uh, i think unless you just kind of catch the you catch the wave like Gautier did and you know you have this on you know mm-hmm. he's got this crazy worldwide hit and then he just dips out
0: dude like, that that was so sad. he could be queuing
1: on like i don't know, <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know? We, he played one year at coachella obviously the year that the song was a hit and he did that song like in the middle of his set. As soon as yeah. that song was over, the tent depleted. He shout. It was filled beyond belief. We couldn't get into the tent. We were on the outside. As soon as it was done, people were gone. Yep. And that was really yep. sad.
1: Yeah, it sucks. It was really sad. Well, do you want to go first or what do you want to do?
0: Yeah, I'll go first. Um, right, we're going to start off strong with this one. Um, we're going to do the verb pipe and we're going to do the mm. freshman
1: no. That what? Oh the verb pipe. yeah. Okay. Not the you verb. Said the ver- you said the verb. you said the verve and I heard the verve, not the verve. Yeah, okay, got gotcha. Not the verve. Yes. The okay, verb the freshman's pipe. a great that's a that's a really it's great such song. A good song. Yeah, and
0: okay. um actually for any ska fans, Mustard Plug did a really good cover of this song and I really love it. But okay. let's listen to The Freshman. She fell in love in the first place
1: for the lap of me. I cannot remember what made us think that we were wise and we'd never wise for the life of me. I cannot believe we'd ever die for these sins. We were merely flesh. Yeah, that's a sad, sad, sad song. Isn't it? Sad song, dude. It's a. Uh... That's one of those. that's like, oh god! I remember when that song came out. I was actually in an active touring band, and hearing that song, I think I'm like, wow, that's I can't believe the label like made that a big the single. Hit. You know, yeah. like that's the hit. Okay, okay, great, whatever, man. And I remember I was talking with a friend of ours who's now passed away, Iggy Owens, about that song, and he's like, great song, right? I'm like, yeah, it's a really great song, but just man, that they that they would do that for the single. And he's like, right, well, he goes anything to sell records you know he's doing that list. <laughs> anything to sell lit. records
0: yeah
1: <laughs> anyway r.i.p ike uh but what's, let's see here
0: what's your song i does your song have a violin section in it because i feel like a lot uh, of hits from the 90s have violin sections
1: not this one but i'm sure one will <laughs> um but i saw this one just sitting here in the playlist i'm like oh i think Somebody requested this for Bambi to learn uh because on our Twitch we do like cover songs. I'm like, this is would be the worst song to learn. But it is I'm gonna pick the way by fastball. Yeah, son. (laughs) All right. Here it comes the way.
0: something to that person who requested it
1: (laughs) totally that clearly i actually like the band fastball but they're kind of an americana band you know like i don't Mm know i don't i don't get how they got uh so popular at that time but they did but they
0: did they did they actually opened
1: i i didn't i heard this was true and i didn't see it myself but when they opened downtown disney uh uh, fastball was the band that played uh to welcome people to downtown disney yeah (laughs)
0: why
1: I have no idea. They were a Disney band 'cause they were they were on uh they were on uh what is what's it called? Uh, Columbia or whatever whatever it was uh, that Disney owned. So yeah. That's funny. Crazy.
0: It must have opened the year they um that song yeah, was a that, hit. Yeah, I think it was
1: ninety nine that song was yeah. popular or whatever. Yeah, because it was the late nineties. That wasn't we'll we'll play some from the early nineties as well.
0: So. Oh, I definitely have some early nineties ones. Um My next guy is a band I know nothing about except that I like this song. And it's the Toadies and Possum Kingdom. Oh, this
1: song was brainwash rotation for so many years on K Rock.
0: Yeah, the Toadies. That's why okay. I love. Make
1: it. up your mind. <laughs> Decide to walk with me.
0: I don't even need to play it. You just <laughs> <know>. sang it.
1: <laughs> Round the lake tonight by my side.
0: Oh,
1: boy. All right, let's hear your let's hear your Toadies song. Okay, like, as if we needed to. Bye. Your
0: mind, and I'll promise you I will be to you. Well, that's me. So help me, Jesus.
1: Hey, yeah.
0: Give it up to me. Give it
1: up to me. Do you? That was the toadies. <laughs>
0: <laughs> again i know nothing about that band don't know where
1: they came from don't know where they I don't went know. i don't know either all i know is somebody somebody that band that song must have tested really well because like around the country because somebody at k-rock programmed the shit out of that song it was all over mm-hmm. k-rock for years and so if it's all over k-rock i'm gonna assume it was all over alternative radio all over the country all over the totally. world so yeah i, that guy's I still probably it. cashing checks from that
0: oh for sure I just there's something about that 90s alt sound I wouldn't even say alt. is it that Eddie Vedder voice anybody with that that could imitate like an Eddie Vedder style right
1: yeah yeah totally voice totally. you gotta hit yeah you gotta hit there bro you gotta hit homie um okay well there's so many of these yeah uh,
0: I have some non like rock songs too so i mixed it up a little bit if you do do you have have like hip hop
1: hip hop songs and stuff too, or what?
0: Uh like the, cause the 90s there were a lot of dancey club songs that true, were also true. big hits.
1: Alright, well, since you said Eddie Better, I'm gonna go with the immortal Temple of the Dog with Hunger <laughs> Strike. Let's let's hear that. Well, it, I don't know if that's fair because they were kind of like a super group that like guy was Soundgarden and R.I.P. Chris Cornell. But anyway, here's Hunger Strike with Temple of the Dog.
0: And the bomb and babies asleep. gets you you know just gets gets me gets me like
1: full-on 90s right you know Mm -hmm. full-on 90s gets me every time but yeah it's like
0: you're sitting on your front stoop of your apartment there's a rip in your jeans yeah
1: you're smoking a cigarette you're holding a cup of coffee like over Mm. the the lid (laughs) like this yeah (laughs) you're just full of angst yeah totally totally yeah, I, I got to waft my hair back because it was so long yeah. over my flannel shirt. I was shirt. gonna say
0: you run your fingers through your hair to pull it back. Yeah,
1: yeah exactly. Maybe exactly. I have it in a maybe I have it in a little ponytail in the back or whatever. And I'm like, you know what?
0: Fuck, man.
1: Left so hard, man. Mm-hmm. You just hold Tired on. to to establishment. Your,
0: uh, you hold on to your ball chain necklace and sort of just spin it around while you you're a like little yeah. tense. Yeah.
1: totally. Yeah, totally. Totally. Yeah, or you color your fingernails in black. Maybe I don't know. <laughs>
0: Yeah, with did sharpie. That. Did with you sharpie? do that? With sharpie? Yeah, there you go. No, what, I never. No. no,
1: I'm too old for that. I uh, yeah, that was not even
0: in a band. You never did that. No, stuff?
1: no, not at all. Not at all. Never did that. We were too. Are you kidding? If I did that, my band would ridicule me. If I ever did anything.
0: Did you like at least that. bleach your hair in the '90s?
1: I did. Yeah, I bleached it uh, on the road in a motel. So that's okay. how extra go. street cred. I wanted to do it blue, like a, like a really bright blue. Mm-hmm. And I was told that I had to bleach it and then tone it. And And I got as far as the bleaching and I was like, ah, that's fine. It was yeah. like a, it was like a, you know, like a bleached out, you know, blonde, whatever. Yeah. All guys yeah. had
0: that in the nineties. Yeah. And Every then I
1: shaved, knows. I, then I had to go back to work and I shaved my head. And so it was still like peppery. like it was peppery uh dark brown and and blonde so yeah anyway that's a yeah that's a sad song too i mean you know it was about it was about the original i think that song was about the original singer of mother love bone dying and they all the other bands got together and wrote the song about him ironically enough now chris cordell's dead Mm.
0: sad Mm. Mm. i don't know what that other band was i don't remember that band mother
1: love bone yeah they were i get they were big in seattle but I, you know, it's weird. If you watch, there's a really good film. Uh, I'm not a grunge-type person or whatever, and I don't really like uh, – I'm not a huge Pearl Jam fan, I would say, just because um, they're a great band. Technically, I think they're great. I just – you know, my my old adage would prove true to today. It's like they're so great, but they're Pearl Jam. And <laughs> <so> I have <laughs> some very good friends. I have some very good friends that are like crazy Pearl Jam. My business partner actually is a very – he's a He'll – he's been to like Brazil to see – you know wow. Pearl Jam yeah mm-hmm. and they love absolutely love Pearl Jam and I went with him to see he's like hey I have no one to go with do you want to go with me to see PJ 20 which is like the Cameron Crowe did a film and I, I love Cameron Crowe so I was like well um he'd been documenting Pearl Jam for like 20 years and he did this mm-hmm. 20th anniversary of their uh, 10 album came out and he did this whole thing where it was uh, only in like five theaters simultaneously Wow. And then he was going to release it to PBS so everybody could see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was actually really good. It was really good. It kind of talked about how their meteoric rise to fame and how they kind of weren't, kind of weren't ready for it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they were and they never had the phase of their band where it was like, oh, we toured in a van. You know, oh, we really? Were, yeah. They never had that because they wow. went they played a couple of shows and mm-hmm. got put on a festival. And next thing you know, their, their song hit the radio and now they were flying everywhere and they just became Meteor huge overnight and so Eddie tried to keep it like cool like he tried to keep it like oh no we're just still kind of a small band and he he kind of regret like he talks he's all lamenting about how I just wanted to be Fugazi like I didn't you know I Mm -hmm. wanted to be on the road I wanted to be like Black Flag or we just roll Mm up you know uh and play the thing and go around the country and kind of do that and be that band but it's easy to say that once you've flown in a, in a private jet, I think, and <laughs> yeah. music. So. I miss the simple life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So I would, trust me, as a guy who spent more than enough time uh, laying on the floorboards of a van trying to get some sleep in the middle of nowhere, whether it be blazing hot outside or freezing cold outside, I would gladly take the private jet. Okay? Oh, yeah, for gladly. sure. Gladly.
0: Yeah. Anyway. But I guess the grass is always greener. Grass is always even greener. Even if you're rich, beyond belief. Yep. Um
1: yeah, pimping ain't easy.
0: Thank you. <laughs> oh, that's your new tattoo.
1: Pimpin' Please. ain't easy. Uh, no, but, my new tattoo is yeah, baby. I still yeah, say that. Yeah, baby. Yeah, no. baby. Baby. It's a weird. It's the emphasis on the wrong syllable yeah.
0: there.
1: Yeah, baby. Anyway.
0: Yeah, you really got to jingle your your change in your hand when you say that too.
1: Ooh, I got the perfect one. I got the. Okay. Go ahead You go, and then I I'll know. go.
0: I'll okay. go. Okay. Right. Okay. Kay. Um. Let's see. I had it. I had it. What the fuck
1: is it? Flagpole City. Oh,
0: here it is. No, but I have it. So so this albums? is more of a dancey song. Okay. I think I heard it in National Lampoon Goes to Vegas or Vegas Vacation.
1: Vegas Vacation. Okay. Hold I on. think
0: when um the daughter and the crazy cousin were dancing in the neon museum. You know, it's weird. I
1: know the crazy cousin personally. You do? Yes.
0: Oh, <laughs> His name is Zachary
1: Moyes. Yes. What's oh. up, Zach? He's uh he's actually bald and like 6 foot 4 like a really fit like entrepreneur guy now anyway
0: sick all yes. right but this song is called Crush or the band is Crush the song is Jellyhead
1: I like that I like the song yeah. yeah okay cool Yeah, that's uh, that was part of the '90s. I'd like to forget. Actually, it's so loud. It is. It's just so much going on. It's like all the shit going on. Like wow. So (gasps) so, what I appreciate
0: about yeah, I'm an old. I'm old. Okay, on Monday I stepped off the sidewalk and hurt my knee. So I've been icing my knee ever since.
1: ( admirals) Yeah. (sighs) These damn curves are too damn high.
0: (laughs) It's finally to the point where. I'm not shrieking in pain every time I take a step, but it has that like warm, achy feeling in it. Ooh. So yeah. yeah. Ugh. I'm so old.
1: Well, I fell off a ladder at like a few like a month ago now. And I landed on my um I landed on my butt and my Ooh. like my tailbone and my ankle. And my ankle still isn't right. Like I was looking at it today, I'm like, is it still swollen? Jesus, it looks like it's still swollen.
0: <laughs> You're like it's to the left.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's serious. There's like a there's like a i don't know like a bump that kind of comes out from the heel i'm like what happened there is that ever gonna repair itself like what am i gonna do yeah (laughs) anyway crazy it's It's,
0: not fair getting old
1: getting old sucks so that's right you just don't recover i'm gonna start doing steroids or something like i want to i want like maximum recovery time Mm -hmm. like i want to be able to like fall off something and my body repair itself like superhuman like an athlete would. I'll, I'll train anything for it. I'm ready. Yeah.
0: You know, like in the movies, in any like action movie, if someone gets, okay, think of like Die Hard when Bruce Willis steps on all that glass. He keeps that's going. Bullshit.
1: That is bull. That's like it's movie, not fair. Yeah. That's just movie <laughs> stuff right there. Because mm-hmm. I actually have a friend in my family who is co- always trained martial arts, like in different disciplines, um, um, Do, which is like a Korean one or, or no, Taekwondo, a bunch of different ones. And he's been a black belt, multi-disciplined multi, multi uh, disciplined black belt. And he, he always says that. He goes, you know what's funny about the movies is when you hit somebody full force and they recoil, like they – like that's a natural reaction. And your body doesn't just recover from that like unless you're hitting like a baby he's like we're designed <laughs> to hit so hard that people don't get up and he's like and i'm not a professional i'm not a professional fighter i've mm-hmm. you know i'm just an enthusiast i guarantee you if i hit you or kicked you in the stomach you would fall over in pain like yeah. most people would so it's great i always think of that like every time i see a movie i'm like yeah that guy if you caught a a, a foot to the side of your face moving really fast i guarantee you you wouldn't just get up and be like who kicked me you know what I mean? <laughs> Which yeah. one do y'all kick me? Yeah. <laughs> so anyway. Boy, Anyhow. It's well, your turn. It's my What's turn. So uh I actually wanted to pick this song. I don't know if I've played them before in here, but everybody knows this song. But this was actually people like equate um No Doubt as being one of the the like the first Southern California band to really get played on alternative radio. And it wasn't No Doubt. It was actually this band. Um And the band is face to face. So disconnected, you've heard it a million times on alternative radio, but it goes like this.
0: So there's a lot of songs out there that I kind of get sick of listening to after a long period of time. Yes. that's not one of them I know as much what? as I hear that on the radio or that yeah. was played on the radio, I'm not sick of it
1: yeah, I'm not sick of it either and face to face made a career out of that. actually, I went to this show i don't know if I know you didn't because you were too young, but maybe your husband might have there was a show out in the middle of um a and this is in like nineteen ninety three probably or 92 maybe where it was out in the middle of an old west um town in like barstow where they would film movies oh cool and uh and it was um it was like a big dirt field it was disgusting it was terrible <laughs> like uh and the whole day there was hot and you know the sand was or just the dust was everywhere but it was like fishbone no doubt um uh the skeletons um suburban rhythm like all these bands that were up and coming or pretty big at the time mm-hmm. and face to face opened that show. So that wow. tells you like how established everybody else was and then in 1994 like maybe a year and a half two years later face to face was really the first one to come out with a big record, a big single. And that mm-hmm. was it. I mean Disconnected was it. Cuz think about it before then you heard a lot of grunge on the radio, you heard a lot of what was alternative, maybe REM and in bands mm-hmm. like that, but you never heard punk rock like that. And yeah. uh, they were they were the first band to really come out uh, and uh, kind of have that mainstream run with that. And after that, there was a lot. There was Green Day. There was you know, you name it. But uh, face was all those bands. Penny, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But uh, Disconnect or Face to Face was the first one, and it was so big, in fact, that they uh, they got signed to a label. Um, what this, label uh, were they on? Do you know? They were on... I don't. I Oh, gosh. That's going to bug me out. Keep do talking.
0: Know. I'll look. Um,
1: but they, their album, Big Choice, was actually produced by a friend of mine who did... Uh, he actually ended up doing a superhero record and all the Offspring records named Tom Wilson. And they actually had a skit on the Big Choice record because they had to put Disconnected on it because that was an independent release. right? I think it was uh, Liberty. What are those records labels from? This is
0: like, Fat Wreck.
1: Maybe now it was Fat, but I don't know. Then mm-hmm. I think it was Victory. I don't know. I think it was Victory Records, but oh, I could be you know, wrong.
0: I bet you're right. Yeah, it's, yeah, that shows up too.
1: Yeah. So, uh, but because Victory was a, a label that would have taken a chance on a band like they had a bunch of bands that kind of sounded similar punk rock like that. Mm-hmm. But he had a you know to put that out there. Um, they actually had to put uh, uh, disconnected on Big Choice on their major label debut, and they even had a little skit starring like an english sounding producer which tom wilson was as you know american as they come so they had an actor who was actually doing a english voice saying guys we have to put disconnected on the record so they're like there's no way we're gonna do that we're not sellouts we're not selling out like that it, and then of course <laughs> <laughs> he comes in and it's on the record so really cool um and i i still like face to face they they went through like a little emo phase in the, in the uh Nineties, late nineties, two thousands, but mm-hmm. uh, still a really, still a, kind of a good band. I like them.
0: Yeah, I think I want to go back and listen to more of them now. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, I think you should. I think you should. They're good.
0: Maybe I will. Maybe one I hit wonder,
1: will. but a good one hit wonder.
0: Um. Okay, this is the end of side A of side our mixtape. So I'm gonna take us out with. Oh, where would it go? Where would it go? Okay, I have terrible taste in music sometimes a lot mm-hmm. of times mm-hmm. i've been yeah. retreating mm-hmm. to a lot of 90s music <laughs> okay and uh this is 3 a.m i must be
1: lonely it's 3 a.m i must be lonely i really that?
0: like that song too all right um
1: well, i'll leave it for you you can play
0: it so this is <laughs> del amitri what Ooh, the, s- the last to know great <laughs> no. track oh. this
1: is roll to me oh roll to me is a bigger song yeah 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 roll to me is a much. i,
0: song, I never right. heard the other song so to Ooh, me he's what? a one-hit wonder but was, uh, it,
1: for roll to me, he probably was, yeah. The, or they are, they're from the Bay Area, yeah. Cool, are they?
0: I love yep. this song. Cool, <laughs> looking to your heart, pretty baby. Is it aching with some nameless need? Is there something wrong and you can't put your finger on it? Right then, roll to me, and I don't think I have ever seen
1: a soul song.
0: Talk through, guess who will be
1: there. Yeah, um that sounds like uh it was the runner up to be the song on Friends.
0: <laughs> yeah. And, and <laughs>
1: totally and uh what's their name did it instead. What was the name of the van who did the song uh, on friends? the friends? The, the Rembrandts. Yes, yes, yes. The Rembrandts actually could make this list. Oh
0: yeah if
1: you even cut out the the Friends song, they had a song called uh they had another song. Um uh, Oh, it's like, I'm gonna think of it. Anyway, they had another song before that that was—I don't know if it was a hit, but it was on. It was on places. They had videos and stuff. Anyway, but uh, yeah, I like Delamitri, Actually, they have a uh, another good song came out later on in the '90s called uh, "The Last to Know." I know it's mm-hmm. a pretty cool song, um, they, and they still play. They still play really? around. So yeah, yeah, yeah. They—that's—that's uh, that's definitely like a '90s adult contemporary pop.
0: You oh, know? for sure. This is '94 Seven the Wave. Like seriously, if
1: we could do an entire '90s adult music. contemporary episode of bands that are like, oh, here's a, here's Duncan Sheik and yeah. Dogs Eye View <laughs> and you know whoever, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. Trash Can Sinatras. Like, what do all you these think bands. I
0: have on my on this playlist? <laughs> right I'm <now>. barely
1: breathing <laughs> and I can't find the air. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And then when I was putting this together, I kept... You are old. Yeah. When I was putting this together, I'm like, oh, no, I already have that song on this playlist. No, I already have that song. But they're all different songs, but they all sound the same to me. Right, yeah, (laughs) totally.
1: Yeah, exactly, Uh, exactly.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, Okay, there's so many bad ones. I'm just looking at... So I did absolutely no... I did no effort at all. I'm just looking at the Spotify playlist. I mean, Disconnected wasn't on the Spotify playlist, but I'm looking at it right now of, like, people put this together and there's so many bad ones on here yep um i'm not gonna play weedus because we've played him before we
0: played that yeah
1: but i am gonna play this song <laughs> the song is so bad <laughs> I,
0: I hate the song so much it. dude I, I hate it, it I so it. much it. I it. Uh,
1: just i just hate the guy's voice and i was on a label with this guy too like a small <laughs> label i can't stand this band <laughs> but it's tonic If you could only see here it comes they cut me down to size Say you love,
0: know, but you don't You keep it up, but you won't If you get on there, see you Like, who listened to those songs? Who was into that? Was that college kids or is that post-college, you don't know where you are in life type Dude, Ben Stiller's character in Reality Bites?
1: Yeah, yeah. Like, I didn't know. If you could only see <laughs> out of the way
0: she loved me
1: like really it's like who listens to that band and who listens to i was going to play them but it was either one or the other i was going to play the hey man nice shot band as well um mm. you know mm-hmm. that's why they say hey man nice shot like who signed you and who likes that shit yeah. okay and and just to bring it home and don't don't come at me bite me bambi people who are on the twitch and all that stuff <laughs> who who listen to this but who the hell signed eve 6 like oh my god that song is so bad
0: <laughs> okay so the the that song is whatevs to me because it's just been played too much but their other they have another song that's really good i was watching can't hardly wait and they have the big intro song in there um shit what was it called shit <laughs> and have you seen that guy's like twitter yeah it's pretty, over the past couple it's pretty funny it's pretty funny it's been
1: pretty good yes. he's pretty on point with things he's pretty good uh i actually i told the story before on this show but uh I was at a House of Blues one time and I think I was watching – no, it was – no, actually it was – it was just a few years ago. It was maybe well, maybe like 10 years ago. Uh-huh. And uh, somebody gave me – somebody I worked with said, oh, my husband's band is playing at the House of Blues. Do you want to go see them or whatever? I have tickets for it. I was like, yeah, sure, I'll take some. I'll take two. And then uh, my wife at the time didn't want to go. Obviously, you know, like why would she? It was middle of the week or whatever. So I went just to kind of support – cuz I hadn't been in a long I hadn't been to a show in a long time. So yeah. I just went, I'm sitting at the bar upstairs outside kind of waiting for that band to start cuz there was some pretty horrible band that was on stage. So I'm just sitting there kind of watching the TV on the outside patio at the old one in Anaheim. And I looked to my left and the guy sitting right next to me was the guy from Eve 6. And nice. he was just quiet and we ended up talking about bands and music and stuff and you know, to be honest, they weren't really they were kind of after I really cared about, you know like that and mm-hmm. uh like i ever did i don't know and so um it was really no big deal to me and and it, the guy was really cool he was really just mellow a mellow dude but yeah you know, his dad was a i think his dad was a dj at kzy oh. uh the local anaheim station mm-hmm. along with aj Popoff's dad from lit they were both djs at oh, KZY. Cool. yeah aj aj and uh what's his name the other guy the uh the brother
0: yeah. I don't remember his brother. the, Br- Br- yeah. I know the blonde. Br- the Br- guy with the long with the, yeah. long with the long yeah.
1: with the long thing. Yeah. Anyhow. <laughs> Anyhow, so yeah. But that's crazy. Um yeah, Small World. I don't yeah, so I mean I I don't want to hate on Eve Six. I just don't like the song. And people ask like Tolina and Mashburn to do it and they oh, do it, yeah. and it's just, it doesn't do any, it doesn't do us justice, and it doesn't do Eve 6 justice, so let's just bury this thing. Rest in peace. Tie me to the bedpost song.
0: <laughs> the other the other song is um, Open Road Song, and that song is a lot better, I think. Okay. okay. But well, you don't you know have what? to take my word for it.
1: I won't. Trust <laughs> me.
0: I, my turn, dogs. She's We're like gonna...
1: Inside Out by Eve 6.
0: <laughs> yeah just wait for it. Um we're going to play a fun song. This is Delight Groove is in the heart.
1: Oh, great song. This Such is a great This is a good band. song. Great band too. Bootsy Collins. Shit, let's hear it. <laughs> D I think D light is one of those bands that's like they're kind of cross genre. To where mm-hmm. I- if you're a punker, you could kind of like them. If you're a hip hop guy, you could like them. If you're a dance person, you can kind of like them. Um, just because you know Dimitri and DJ Toa Tehi and and uh, what's her name? I forget the girl's name. Um, anyway, and uh, and Bootsy Collins playing on the track. That's pretty pretty sick. That's yeah. And and when that came out, I mean, knowing what the club scene was going off in New York, I mean that you know, even though I was 14 years old, like, what do I know about it? But, uh, <laughs> but just knowing that, it, you know, all that stuff was going off, I can imagine that song being just crazy huge, you know, like an, at, sure. a, at a club. So really cool. I, good choice. It's,
0: it's one of those bands where like Jamiroquai, how they came back like a few years yeah. ago. Like I think delight would have done well now.
1: Oh totally! Yeah no know. yeah absolutely absolutely well and then DJ Toa was a huge like DJ in Japan for many years after and he had his own records and and uh, um, Dimitri Dimitri from Paris uh, he had a really cool uh like a little career as well so there's a lot of people in that band it was kind of it was kind of like a it kind of came like a cool little super group or a group of creators you know what yeah. i mean which is rad so that's super cool yeah they're very cool i don't know anything i mean i had their i had the album i remember buying the album um and having a lot of like cool tracks on it uh but we used to put it on like we were partying in the house yeah. you know and, and i was
0: and, i think because girls liked it another <laughs> tie-in was like the singer the female singer mm-hmm. in that band Reminded me of the chicks from B-52s.
1: Totally, yeah. yeah. They
0: just all had that aesthetic that I love. Sure, yeah, 70s, yeah,
1: absolutely, yeah. The 96-tiers, like, uh, late 60s, early 70s aesthetic, Uh you know? Yeah, 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 that's cool. Yeah, I'm with you. I I get that. Um, Okay, I'm trying to look for obscure songs that everybody would know. Uh, So I'm going to play Citizen King, and the song is called Better Days, and the bottom dropped out. You'll you'll know when you hear it.
0: I ain't got much to lose. have seen better days. I've been star, of little I've seen better days. And
1: the bottom I've seen better days. I've been star, of little plays.
0: I've seen better days. Um, I'm gonna. I know nothing about that band, but... <laughs> You've heard the song, though. Oh, yeah, of course I've heard that song. Yeah. Any 90s song that has that, like, fake DJ sound in it. Yeah. The, chuk, 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 the record it scratch. It was a real
1: DJ, I think. I think it was a real <laughs> DJ, just to be real. But, okay. It was they a good song. They had a keyboard song. player, and the guy would would talk. And now they actually have these microphones that kind of look like phones. And he would talk into it, and the bottom drops out. Like, you know, mm, put it over. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so high I always thought they. I always thought... I got him confused with Citizen Fish, who was a... Was a. Were they
0: like a ska band?
1: No, not C- Citizen Fish and King Apparatus, who are both ska bands. Yes. And I always thought Citizen King was like, oh, is that like a. a
0: super is that like a super.
1: When <laughs> <laughs> I heard yeah. it, I'm like, oh, yeah. probably not. That's probably not what that is.
0: Wrong band.
1: <laughs> wow, that's that's not good. <laughs> who did this? Oh, geez. Anyway.
0: Yeah, that's that's a very stuck in the 90s song. Absolutely. I'd I, say. Like
1: that, you, you know, and that's. Anytime you hear really great albums, um, it's crazy how – because I never thought of this when I was doing records. That's probably why they suck so bad. Uh, but like, like Michael Stipe from R.E.M. and David Bowie and all these artists always talk about how they want their albums to sound timeless. Mm-hmm. And that's why like R.E.M. never put keyboards in any of their videos cause they, or never in any of their songs because they felt like they dated the sound, right? Mm-hmm. Or Bowie – was very cognizant of like not sounding like an act from the 70s or the, you know, when he yeah. was popular. He he sounded like an act from the 90s when he was popular, mm-hmm. you know, so it's it's like. And then you have things like this that are very dated. You can se- you can hear them and go, oh, okay, yeah, that's probably from that time. You know, mm-hmm. with the with the scratching and all that. I mean, hell, remember when Less Than Jake had a a remix for Dope Man and they had a yes. they had a DJ? And it's like, oh, yes. come on, come on, dude, you you guys are better than that. You're better than that. <laughs> <laughs> and don't get me started on that damn limb biscuit. Don't get me started on that. Bad.
0: No, we we will never play a late '90s, early '2000s. What was that genre called? New it's metal. New metal. Ugh. And you. Sorry, new, everyone. Like, new no. metal. No. Like,
1: what is this German, like, progressive? New metal. New no. and you. Like, douchebag
0: <coughs> metal? Yeah. I said it.
1: You said it.
0: <clears throat> okay. All right,
1: play Four Non Blondes. Let's get it over with.
0: <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I'm not it's on play, your list. I'm not going to play them anymore. And I'm not anymore. They were on my list. Um, yeah. We're going to play. White Town, Your Woman.
1: Oh, I love this song. Yeah, you do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This song reminds me of riding the bus uh, to my job on Huntington Beach when I was 15 years old. On the bus uh, for hours. It was like a popular song at the time, and yeah, I actually really like this song. This guy had a couple. No, I guess this was his only hit. He I mean, a couple this of is singles.
0: the only one I'm aware of. But let's, right, let's listen. Hear it. I guess what you say is true.
1: That band, I uh, actually, no, it was later, that was later, that was mid 90s. I was <laughs> thinking of the lightning seeds when you said that, that name because I, I know the song so well. Oh. Um, but yeah, but uh, so yeah, I think uh. I don't know how old I was when that came out, but I'm I'm sure I was driving.
0: <laughs> I think I was in junior high or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, gotcha. Song.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, it was it was a good song. And uh it, it got really that was a big song for a while. So mm-hmm. yeah, I get it.
0: At least um, locally, I mean, these are all songs that I've heard on K rock. Right. So right, exactly I'm like if I heard it on K Rock, it must have been a big song, you know.
1: Right, right. Um that led me to another one hit wonder, very similar. Okay. One guy in the band lightning seeds from 1990 the song is pure goes a little something like dazzles my eyes. And I love you just
0: lying smiling Simple every time I don't think I've ever heard that song. But Shut I've,
1: the f up! You have to.
0: I don't think I have.
1: He's from Liverpool.
0: I, oh, I don't like that's think that's a selling
1: I've, feature. Okay, he's from Liverpool. Whatever. I
0: love Liverpool, <laughs> but I don't think uh, I've ever heard it. But I really, really liked it.
1: You like, never heard the lighting seats? No. Wow. And I'm I'm actually just guessing that that came out in 1990. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it did because he formed the band in '89. So
0: I'm like, uh, it sounds kind of like an '80s song. But yeah, but
1: it it you know at that point in time it was kind of like Britpop was kind of emerging. You yeah, know, totally. It was a, and uh, it, in the very early stages of that, and so it was there was um uh, it was kind of like the Madchester sound was kind of happening. So he was mm-hmm. part of that. Uh, Along with like um, Happy
0: Mondays, stuff like that. Happy Mondays,
1: House of Love, bands Mm -hmm. like that, you know. So at the same time, that was on the radio. Like the Beatles and the Stones from the from the House of Love was on there um, quite a bit. Uh, EMF was big, bigger, you know, those kind of bands. So he kind of fit in with that, even though I don't think he sounded anything like any of those bands. No. Um, Oh, like the House
0: Martins and stuff like that. The House Martins, yeah, yeah. exactly. He
1: didn't sound anything like them, and he's all electronic and. Uh, You know, for the for the most part. So pretty cool. Um, I
0: really liked it. I that's going on my playlist.
1: So the associated acts with him are uh, Terry Hall, Mm
0: -hmm. uh,
1: Big in Japan, The Laws, uh, Echo and the Bunnymen. So, yeah. Yeah. So I can't believe you didn't know. And then if you're if you're so inclined and you like cover songs, um, Susanna Hoffs and Matthew Sweet have a series of albums called Under the Covers. Mm-hmm. And uh, she covers it, and it's really good. Like her version's really good too. So
0: yeah, yeah. you've played some other covers from their albums, and yeah. they've been really good.
1: Yeah, they're solid. Matthew Sweet's got kind of like that, almost like a Brian Wilsony type of voice to him, where it's just it's just really smooth and really cool. Like he's just cool. You know, we should. He only had one hit, right? Oh, you. Oh, you. didn't you got time Girlfriend? to look at it? Yeah, I got time to look at it. How many songs we got left?
0: Well, we each have one left.
1: Oh, okay. Oh, well, I
0: We're that. wrapping up the nineties here. Wrapping <laughs> up the nineties.
1: Whoops, whoops. Sorry. Whoops.
0: Okay. Um, okay. I'm gonna I'll play my last song. I'm so torn. There's so many songs from the nineties to play.
1: Is that a pun? Are you gonna play torn by Natalie and Brulia right now?
0: No, we've played <laughs> we've played that. No, we we've played, played Edna the original. Swap before. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. And swap the swap's the original. Right. Um this was a hit song for me in the nineties. Uh it reminds me of junior high and all the chola girls that okay. i went to school with but it's catalina dj girl it's such a okay. stupid song do you remember that no i don't remember it well let's listen let's see if it jogs your memory <laughs> me through
1: please eight bucks honey what eight dollars no way i'm on the guest list i'm with the dj look i don't have time
0: to
1: stand yeah on- i didn't know that song until i heard that i'm with the dj and i was like yeah okay of course
0: I heard yeah that song. <laughs>
1: okay, right.
0: okay cool i love okay so in junior high and high school that's when you know you come into the music that you listen to um right. i listened to junior high you listen to a lot of k-rock and then i found the ska scene and in like eighth grade or something but um all of this music was popular with everyone else but i you know when you're like too cool for school and you don't listen to kiss fm or you don't listen to this or that because it you're just too punk rock for it now i love all this stuff i love aqua and the venga oh, boys okay yeah and uh like this song and like Labouche and all that stuff La like <laughs> like i can handle <laughs> 90s uh, electronic music that wow. has like actual lyrics to it and it's not just like thump 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 music you know right um so i've been into that lately
1: <laughs> i feel you okay okay well I'm not
0: <laughs> any of
1: that. <laughs> uh, so, okay, great. You have more power to you. I think that's great. Um, yeah. Just
0: living my truth.
1: Yeah, just living your truth, man. <laughs> um, so I'm thinking of 90s bands that were had only one hit, and I had to think of this band. I actually, the other night, uh, Christine and I were, were watching TV, and um, So I Married an Axe Murderer was on, like, oh, demand. So I'm yeah. like, okay, let's watch it. And she'd never seen it, so we were... Uh, she fell asleep through it but anyway uh but (laughs) i was watching it and the soundtrack was so great and i remember being uh, a senior in high school and working at a pizza place and uh afterwards we're gonna go over to a friend's house you know like nine o'clock at night and watch so i married an axe murder that somebody had like a bootleg vhs of and we're gonna watch it in somebody's house and we did that and i remember hearing this song in it um and this is by the Boo Radleys, and it's called There She Goes. It's been covered by or maybe it was the Laws. I don't know. I think the Boo Radleys were the Those, first ones who who yeah. played it. And then the Laws covered it, and then Sixpence and the Richer mm-hmm. covered it. All within like a few years. So but Which anyway. Is a it's a
0: surprise. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. It says the nineties to me, so I'm gonna go ahead and play that. But here is There She Goes.
0: There she goes. There she goes. Version of the song. I think I like the last version of the song. I don't like six pence. None the Rogers version. Of I don't the like song. that.
1: I don't like that band at all. Matter of fact, no. I thought it was pretty shitty that they covered it after it had already been covered in the yeah. same like decade. Like, yeah. you really, what? You don't listen to music? You don't know that that song's been covered? Come on, that was yeah. dumb. But uh yeah, but that's a really great version. movie.
0: I appreciate. Oh, that. dude,
1: there's so many. You know, we have to do a continuation of '90s one okay. wonders because I mean, there's like, I'm just thinking like Soul Asylum, like Ned's Atomic Dustbin, like spin oh. doctors like you know what i mean
0: girlfriend like, i have stereo mcs meredith brooks montel jordan with this yep. is how we do it duncan oh, I, was, good. I was i was gonna good. play Dunkin' Cheek.
1: i'm barely breathing <laughs> and i can't find the air because he's barely breathing sponge was good yeah 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 uh, not good but i mean that's a good reference i
0: mean i liked that song and yeah. like spin doctors two princes oh, spin
1: doctors two princes i was gonna say that had to be on someone's list but yeah I didn't have the balls to play it. I'm sorry. I've actually seen them live. I saw them live in the 90s. So I'm
0: sorry. I'm
1: that guy. I'm that guy. I'm sorry. That's the
0: best part of the song. I know, right? Everybody can sing that part.
1: Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So there's so many. So we'll do like a part two eventually because that's like – Oh, yeah. There are so many. So, yeah, maybe we'll do the 80s and then we'll come back and do a 90s one because there's so many great ones. Yeah. And then we should do is like – One Hit Wonders from, like, you know, the 60s. No, just kidding. That would be really boring. (laughs) (laughs) She's so fine.
0: A lot. There were too many at that point, though, right? Because everything was -er. mostly singles. Sure. Like in the 50s, 60s. Like, I don't know. I'm not a music person, but...
1: That's weird. You're you're in a weird podcast format. I
0: know. I, I have lost I, I can't articulate what I was going to say, but like the 50s and 60s seem like a lot of singles to me whereas 70s and beyond were full albums. Right, yeah. More well, yeah, full albums. Sure. Were, yeah. It was is a return back to that just technology thing?
1: No, I think it was uh, I think it was just the taste. I think rock and roll was a new medium and they thought it was going to kind of be here today, gone tomorrow, and mm-hmm. uh, I think the tastes. I think as people who initially got into rock and roll got more mature, their taste matured, and thus the the bands who were doing more concept albums were more at the forefront at that point. Kind of to le- legitimize it as a, a true art form, like jazz, mm-hmm. you know. Okay. So yeah, I think uh, I think it the concept, the art of the concept. I mean, look at the Beatles. You know, uh, Hard Day's Night is a far cry from Sgt. Pepper's. You know what I mean? It's true. It, yeah, that that. I think as the, as you're a popular pop singer, like a group, like the Beatles were, Mm -hmm. you get to a point where you're like, oh, well, we just want to do something a little more serious and kind of push the genre a little bit. And I think everybody kind of collectively did that in the 60s and then into the 70s. And that gave way to punk rock, which was a turn back to four on the floor, one, two, three, four, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, aggressive rockabilly music, basically. (laughs) Yeah. You know, so, yeah. So anyway, it's, it's, it's like the expanding and contracting of everything, you know? This yeah where
0: are we now like yeah are we are we singles based now with things totally. like yeah with Spotify? youtube we are. Yeah.
1: yeah yeah we're back to that like mm-hmm. you know you get back to a single um and that's all because you don't have to buy the album you know what i mean exactly like the singles market was really really low there were always singles charts obviously but i don't know anybody i never did that i never went into a sam goodies or a warehouse mm-hmm. or a tower records it was like oh let me buy a sing a CD single. Like, why would CD I do that? CD singles
0: were a joke. Right. I mean, I know we have a whole spin off podcast on cassette singles, but mm. you're, that's a lot of waste of plastic. <laughs> for, sure, just for
1: one song. Yeah, for one a tiny song. little thing. Yeah. I remember buying a disc changer. It was the first like, real modern piece of uh, stereo equipment that I got. It was a gift for Christmas, and mm-hmm. it was a big deal. Like, we had to go and pick it out, and you know, it was a Kenwood six disc changer. You know, I was like, Ooh. wow, this is amazing. And all my friends had carousel like things so i I was kind of the first one to have one of those and I remember pulling the cartridge out and having a little tray where the c d sits on and they had a little groove cut out in the middle of it for the c d single and we were thinking like, that's wait, that's useless, like what am I ever gonna buy one of those mm-hmm. you know I, and i I don't think I ever did I don't think I ever bought a CD single I never liked anything enough to buy the single I just buy the whole record you know or buy the whole the whole album so I don't know. Ah, Urban Dance Squad, another one-hit wonder from the nineties.
0: Save it for the next one. Save it for the next one. All right.
1: So anyway, well, that was that. So
0: good episode.
1: So tune in to Bite Me Bambi's Twitch channel. Um, Upcoming announcements. Let's see. uh, On Sundays, also I'm doing another show on the Twitch channel, just me and Talina, who filled in last week for Julia. Where called See You Next Tuesday, where we just Mm -hmm. drink and we make a cocktail and uh kind of get i got a little drunk last night i guess uh Uh, yeah (laughs)
0: yeah. you were and (laughs) we uh, all saw it
1: (laughs) and we have topics we just bring up and it's kind of fun to kind of see each other's reaction but yeah so uh yeah that's fun and then uh julia with stay free when's your guys next release coming out
0: probably not till june um i think we've kind of posted and the band themselves have posted about it but i'll just say watch on twitch um the boom bap kids
1: the boom bap kids okay boom bap gotcha. kids.
0: and they're puppets they're dj's, they're puppets and DJs. it's a lot of okay. fun
1: okay cool and see then, there you go yeah. and then what else what else we got going on that's well, that's about it
0: i think that's kind of it i think i'm just gonna ice my knee some more you know
1: yeah, I, I I your knee or your heel, your oh it was your knee. It was That's my right. knee. It was your ankle, you ste- my knee. You stepped off the curb in the wrong. Ah.
0: Yeah, I was wearing bands, totally not supportive shoes. You know.
1: Oh my god, not supportive. It's <laughs> killing my bunions. Jeez. I'm ready
0: to go to like the good what is it like the good feet store or yeah, like the, good feet the walking store, the, store? The walking store yeah exactly. i'm ready to go to those stores yeah, and start shopping exactly.
1: <laughs> go into the jas wide shoe store like on brea boulevard uh, you want to go over there
0: oh god <laughs> the orange mall with all the other old people exactly going. exactly
1: yeah, yeah you're gonna get out there oh extra wide, extra we, wide okay and comfy. so we were
0: watching tv yesterday and we saw a commercial for sketchers that have like special arch support shoes and john and i both looked at each other like we can't right like we shouldn't because we both need it but like we can't be seen in sketchers just get inserts
1: man just go to a podiatrist (laughs) and get inserts for your doctor doc martins or whatever but yeah you know what's funny is my mom uh i just moved her last weekend to a a kind of like a not a retirement community but like an active senior community Mm -hmm. and she's like she's like well, you know, I'm throwing out all my clothes. I'm not even bringing them. I'm only bringing a few things that I wear all the time and my Skechers. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. I get love those it. Skechers. Most comfortable shoes I've ever worn in my life. I'm like, okay, great. Good for you.
0: Great.
1: Uh, anyway, shout Anyways. out to Skechers. Need a, need, a, need a sponsorship over here. Come on, Skechers. Come Please.
0: On. Come my on. back depends on it. Aye. Well, thank you guys
1: <laughs> very much uh, for listening, and we will see you next week with a mini-sode starring me and Julia as well. Back Catch to you the routine. On the
0: flip side, motherfucker. On the
1: flip. See you later, suckers.
0: Bye. If you enjoyed listening to the podcast, follow us on Instagram at ba- and Facebook at Mixtape, Mixtape Podcast, Podcast for show notes, pictures. Uh, if if you-, you enjoyed listening to <laughs> All right, and take three. If you enjoyed listening to the podcast, follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Mixtape Mixtape Podcast Podcast for show notes, pictures, and behind-the-scenes snaps.
1: And while you're at it, head over to...
0: Don't fuck up.
1: Better leather leather better leather <laughs> leather. Better. <laughs> and while you're at it, head over to our website at Mixtape, Mixtape, com for complete playlists as well as links to all the songs on Spotify.
0: Hey, I worked really hard on putting those playlists up.
1: Or did you work really hard on avoiding other responses?
0: Hey, don't worry about that. Just don't forget to tell your friends.
1: One more thing. Or is it,
0: one more thing! (laughs) Not
1: that. Okay. (laughs) One more thing. We know you're busy people, but go ahead and click to review. Give us a five-star rating or comment on whichever podcast platform you found us on.
0: See See ya. ya!